So are we ready, Spaghetti? We are ready, Spaghetti. Um, <laughs> welcome to Uncle Spider for You. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. And this is by our bi-weekly podcast where we talk about whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And to round out Pride Month, we decided we were going to talk about something that in some ways we've already podcasted about. <laughs> We are talking about characters and relationships that should have been gay in fiction and were not for reasons unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, genuinely, I think if you just found all the moments we've said these sort of things throughout our episodes, you could clip together this episode. <laughs> but Definitely. we're going to do that today. Um, full disclosure, I must disclose. So... As you know, your hosts um, are busted, busted yes. ladies. Yes. And I have a chronic pain condition um, and nerve pains. And so I took a new CBD THC thing that I've taken before. But is then it I like have this an other edible thing. or is it like a tea? It's kind of like an edible, but it's like it, it literally looks and tastes like a Listerine breath strip. Like, a ve- oh, like okay. one that's very thick. Like okay. that's what it is. And some other stuff and the last yesterday and today i've had this and it makes me way higher than i normally am used to being (laughs) (laughs) because i normally don't do uh i don't i don't do anything with thc for the most part um just the cbd stuff and yeah that's that is coloring this episode so (laughs) so if kathy just goes on weird tangents (laughs) She reminds you of Argyle from Stranger I, Things. I truly, it's, I was in my, um, was in the living room. I don't know what I saw out of the corner of my eye, but I stepped over it. Like, I, <laughs> I thought the look, the colors on the floor looked like they aligned in a different kind of line than, um. Are you sure it's do. THC that you took? Catherine, are you sure there's not something else in there? I stepped Did over your it. mom lace your shit with acid because yes. I'm concerned. <laughs> no, she did. It's not like it's not like I'm saying I see like like with acid people are like oh I saw something. It's just like this today and yesterday I've noticed that when I I've been seeing little things uh-huh. and I'll see like connections that I didn't yeah, see yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sounds like the most high person thing to say in the world, but it surely was like oh these colors go together and I stepped over it. Or, um, <laughs> wow, <laughs> or yeah, or like the, yeah, um, that's fun. I saw, I, these, I moved this, I made this panna cotta thing and then it, there was like milk on the cutting board after I picked something up and you know when the, like, the milk spots are there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of them looked like a face, like a little <laughs> smiley face, <laughs> but um. I don't think they did. No, you'll probably, if you, like, left it and then you stopped being high and you went back and looked, you'd be like, what the fuck was I talking about? Why it's hitting me so hard Maybe, maybe next time, maybe next time you take half of one. <laughs> it's the yesterday, the thing is, oh, yesterday I was, but yesterday I just laid in the bed and I didn't do anything, but I could oh, so you feel how much. much. Yeah, much, much, <laughs> much more high you were. And now- I was laughing at a podcast way harder yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know why. <laughs> I have to cut this out. The sober Catherine to listen and edit to this. Carmen <laughs> can see me crying. <laughs> it's great. 
Oh my god. See, this, this is why I can't have THC in my body. Catherine finds things funny. I, on the other hand, have mind-blowing panic attacks. <laughs> so. The thing is, here's the thing. Normally, I um, don't smoke any weed because, like, I have, like, I get, like, mad. Like, I get paranoid and annoyed, and then I get upset with people. <laughs> like, that's what happens when I smoke weed normally, so I was like, it doesn't work for me. I don't do it. But right. this... This edible version of it, it's really working. <laughs> Listen, does it help your pain? It truly does. My nerve pain feels so much better. Okay, see? That's that's the important part. That's what matters. We Ooh. are going to have to do an episode on chronic pain at some point. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Okay, would it be 10 minutes up into the episode, into the episode now? <laughs> yeah, and we haven't even talked about what we're supposed to talk about. This is a 10-minute aside where Catherine is uh, wanting to warn you. That she's very high, therefore this episode, when she speaks, might not be Catherine's usual, um... You know what? Whatever self. It'll be even better. <laughs> okay, let's get to it. So first we wanted to get characters. I feel like I should add, like, music under that. Like, you know, like that really stereotypical, like, kind of racist yoga music. Oh, yeah, yeah, high. yeah, yeah. Or I could add, like, a Bob Marley song. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Do not do that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so... Basically, yes, I'm Argyle from Stranger Things right now. Whew. Who, by the okay. way, is a, is a great, is a great a Great character. Um, so we're right. going to talk about folks that we think are queer-coded. A hundred percent. Yeah, so first the, the people, individuals, and then we will have a whole section for couples. Mm-hmm. So we won't be mentioning necessarily the few characters here. It's just these couples don't necessarily have a relationship, mm-hmm. but they're gay. Yeah. And the other thing is just that, like, why it's important to talk about this is because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot more content with, like, LGBTQ folks now. Yes. But back in the day, even like in the late 90s, early 2000s, it was just a lot of people who were like, were like, so they're gay, right? But then they would like inexplicably be in straight relationships. It was just very strange. Like, it was just very concerning. And I was like, the level of like heteronormativity here is a lot. Um, And so I'm just glad that there's a, a little bit more representation. At the very least, a little bit more. No, it is true, though, because, like, you would, you would just, like, watch something and, and you have to fight people. And, I mean, since you still well, I mean, we still do, Catherine. What are you unless talking someone about? is, like, and someone, but I just feel like, I don't know, there are, there are better characters and shows and better quality shows coming mm-hmm. out with actual LGBT characters. Um, and you know what? It's funny. I... Another thing that I noticed going through this list of characters who should be gay is that the representation of women is so much lower oh, than yeah. men. And it just really speaks to the how poorly written or how like not visible female characters are. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you never attach anything to them because you're like, I don't even know. Like literally the, the only ones on my list are ones who have a whole movie about them because you're like, see, look, this is a character they right. had to expand. Yeah. Um, but like nine times out of 10, like the women characters are so poorly written that you never even attach anything to them. And they're never the main characters of any of this like stuff. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And then when they are, they are the only woman out of like 500 men. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Actually, what I think is, is interesting, um, 
I was thinking about it and um, the issue with um, so hold on give me a second now I'm high am I contact high <laughs> you I yes contact high um what were you talking about queer coding women mm-hmm. oh yes so I know I've mentioned stranger things already but one of the things that I enjoyed about stranger things season three yes season three mm-hmm. was that everybody thought that Steve uh, was going to get with uh, Maya Hawk. I don't know what her name is on the show. What's her name on the show? Yes, yes. Um, Robin is the Robin, yeah. Name. thought that We all thought Steve would get with Robin. Or like that's like how they wrote it out, right? To be like, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to get together and it's they're going to be like the next couple, blah, blah, blah. When Robin comes out <laughs> and is like, nah, brah, I like girls. <laughs> it's like, Such, it's, so, it's good. so well done. I feel like and, it was so well done. And for all of us that were sitting there going like, oh, they're going to be together. It was just so nice that that wasn't what happened. Yeah, truly. It was, so nice. it was wonderful. And then they became the best duo in the entire show. It's, yeah. It's the best. Well, but a second to Steve Stephen and Dustin. Dustin. Fair. It's very fair. So. So just going to say that. Um, so I know that we are going to have overlapping characters, but why don't yes. you give, you do one and then I'll do one. Okay. So listen, I know Harry Potter is controversial now, but we must always remember J.K. Rowling is dead. She died. <laughs> These books are written by AI. So yeah, that's what we're going to tell ourselves. I wanted to mention a character who like, the idea of them them being gay is the most clear thing possible yes. once you say it. Mm-hmm. Percy Weasley. <laughs> He's gay, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't believe I forgot him, actually. Yeah, truly. I was thinking it. of, like, Harry Potter things, and I'm like, which character do I want to spotlight? Like, do I want to talk about, like, the Dumbledore stuff? I don't know. Although, speaking of another Albus, the Cursed <laughs> Child, like, play is um gonna be in Toronto so I saw some stuff <laughs> where they're trying to promote it and I was like they're talking about oh Albus and Scorpius and I'm like on the news they're, they're talking about <laughs> Albus and Scorpius on the news very strange and Harry Potter's son by the way in that play is very gay it's extremely extraordinarily but yeah so try to think of who I wanted to highlight and I just thought of Percy Weasley because I'm like that family with six sons and one daughter, and none of them are gay? None please, of please. them. Please, Come on now. Let's... I remember J.K. Rowling saying something once, and like she, like when she was talking about their family tree, um, like the Weasleys, that Charlie never marries anyone, and she said that like she feels like he um, likes dragons more than people, and then there's a whole bunch of people who just oh, like yeah. headcanon him as asexual, and I'm like, see, look, that's nice. And that's also a possibility. But, but Percy's gay. He's the he's the one who gets outcasted from his family, and then he becomes like a kick a kiss ass like bureaucrat gay. Yeah, it's it's all there in the text. What Do you, you think he was dating Cornelius Fudge? I think he wanted to be. <laughs> it's very Smithers, Mister Burns, but yes, like yes, right. That was the energy. Yeah, so. that's what I felt. Oh, Smithers and Mister Burns. Sorry, <laughs> just remember. A possible, a possible uh, couple. But anyway, um, I'm going to put the king of uh, bisexual panic, Li Shang. Oh, from Mulan. That's a great, that's a great one. Because it could work with him being with Mulan or not. But like, he's definitely bisexual. Yeah. He was like, I'm into this boy. I'm into, what? It's a woman. 
Well, I'm fine with that too. Like it was, it was <laughs> that was really the that was the plot. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know what. But that was <laughs> I the plot definitely plot. saw that. And I was just like, but it was just like the weird bisexual panic of like, you're a woman. Yeah, but it's like it's like I guess the reverse. Yeah, or maybe he was having. No. Maybe it's one I think of those he was panicking, where... and then it, she was a woman, and then he was like, "Oh, thank oh, God!" Oh, thank then, God! Mm. But then he was angry because like, you know. she lied to him. Okay. Well. Anyway, regardless, <laughs> that's, that's my thought on that's that. A, that's a good one. Who's your next one? Mm, Will Byers from Stranger. Oh my Things. God, he was my next one too. Oh, okay. So I started rewatching Stranger Things. Me Literally too. in the first five minutes, they're like, "This character is coded as gay." They're like, "He, his mother says that his family thinks, thinks that, he's and gay. That, like thinks he's gay." Um, it said it's one of the first things you learn about Will Byers. Is that his dad gets, is like he's gay. <laughs> his dad, his dad thinks he's gay. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then for reasons unknown, people. And then he doesn't have a girlfriend, and he's all jealous. And then he 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 starts season four, painting something with a poster that says like "boys don't cry" on his wall. <laughs> and then he is doing a project about Alan Turing. <laughs> and we're supposed to say he's straight. What are you talking about? not a straight boy no not in the slightest but anywho so great example we both had him so my next one will be a duo but they are not together okay and it will be team rocket <gasps> i was gonna put team rocket <laughs> i you know what i think they could be i i saw something once where someone was like jesse and james are both bisexuals who have preferences for their own gender yeah but somehow are in a relationship Oh, you know what? I see that. You know? Team Rocket, my Team friends Rocket, from though. Pokemon. What a treat. Truly, and like, the, the, those are characters where if you told me the, the like, Japanese version, they were actually gay. Yeah. Like in Sailor Moon. Yeah, of course. I'd be like, hey, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. totally fine. But for some reason in my, for me, I, yeah, I feel like they are of the um, alphabet community. Of the LGBT. <laughs> yeah. R. <laughs> um okay my next one is gonna make some nerds mad but i'm right here we go luke skywalker oh really yes think okay he's bi? or i think he's gay i think because he is like you know those shows where it's like we didn't know we were twins and we were separated and then we were in a relationship that kind of thing mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the reason why he has a crush on Leia, because the only woman he's ever interested in is his sister, and then he finds out it's his sister, he's like, maybe that's why I had a connection with her. You know what I'm saying? Sure, yeah. Otherwise, he is out here in his, like, tight little gay outfits. He he just reads as gay, and then, like... Didn't, didn't and, Mark Hamill talk about this? Has he yeah, not? literally, yeah. Mark Hamill, some, someone was like, um talking about like if you think he's gay of course he's gay and i'm like yeah of course of course he's gay <laughs> there's, there's also um stuff that's like little scenes that were cut out like there's a thing where his he has a friend named like biggs who he has a very flirty like goodbye with and then there's another scene that's cut out with him and harrison ford and the way he's like flirting with harrison ford is ridiculous <laughs> he's like looking up at him and stuff so luke's luke, luke skywalker is gay He's gay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, that works. That works. I think that's, uh, I th- and I feel like I have heard that before. Yeah. So, 
That's fine. I think that makes sense. Um, I have He-Man. Oh, that's, I mean, they have the same haircut. Um, true. Yeah, that's, that's also true. Yeah. Oh, 100%. He-Man is the gayest of the gay. And I mean, who, his twist, who's his twin sister? Shira, who got to be canonically gay in yeah. the new cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so true. God bless. They're gay siblings. Gay siblings from Eternia. Like, yeah. it, it's without yeah, question. it is. That's, that's just what it is. He is just, and, and the thing is, I know we say this and people are like, oh, it's because you're stereotyping what like being gay and being straight is and it's problematic, which fair if you would like to say that. But what we're saying is we get a vibe. We get a vibe. Get we a get a feeling. feeling. We get a vibe. Where we're like, why do you think that this person is completely straight? And also like there, he doesn't need to wrestle mm-hmm. bad guys in a, in a speedo. No, it's really that's really a choice. Like I don't think that's, that's protecting a choice. his organs. And I think it might. I think to to be honest, when I look at it, I'm like you're repressed by hyper masculinity. Yeah, and the 100%. only way to get it out, well, like so many other men do, like Britta says in Community, is you fight because really you just want to make out with other dudes. How are you supposed to touch another man, Carmen? <laughs> So that's what I think that is. And it makes me laugh because, I mean, obviously he was geared towards boys, right? Like boys were supposed to like watch the shows and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. And I'm like, but also it's just this idea that like you would wrestle half naked with a bunch of dudes if your life depended on, like when you could just wear clothes and do the same thing. And also like his main villain is like Skeletor, who (sighs) is somehow a buff skeleton. It's like, it's very... (laughs) I don't know. It just, it feels like, the thing is, the reason why he gives off such a vibe is because He-Man looks like Tom of Finland stuff. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. Like that kind of artwork. Like if you, there without question exist several, dozens, hundreds of He-Man, Tom of Finland artwork. There must. Yeah. Some, there must be that somewhere on the The romance novel look is a real thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So that was mine. What is yours? If you oh, I don't have any more. I, I couldn't think of any more. I have a few. Okay, okay, okay. Francine from Arthur. Yes, les- lesbian. Oh my God. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that like in my soul. I was like, yeah, without question. <laughs> what are we, what are we saying? <laughs> well, of us. Like it's, it's without question question yes, and honestly you could throw muffy in there too because yeah yeah i'm just saying and they're best friends you know yeah no yeah 100 i also put and this is like a maybe but i just feel like perhaps professor sprout professor sprout huh she just doesn't because give me played like by... attracted by attracted oh, to well, men because... vibes in the movies, she's played by Miriam Margulies, who is a lesbian. Well, yeah. But really also, checks, uh, in the books, the vibes it's like... Consistent. You know, it just is what it is. And um, you haven't watched The Magnificent Seven, right? No. Okay. So... Oh, I have. The remake with yes. Denzel Washington. So there is a character who is... Uh, I forget his last name, but it's Goodnight, and it's played by Ethan Hawke. Mm-hmm. And his first name is Goodnight. Goodnight Robichaud and and his um, best friend is this um, beautiful, yes, that gorgeous man. Asian man named Billy. I think he's supposed to be like 
Goodnight Robichaud and Billy the Kid or some shit. And they are such a couple in this movie. They are such yeah. a couple. They die together. Yeah, they really read as, I mean, are we starting to get into our couples now? I mean, they, well, yeah, yes, but I also just wanted to say that, like, they're not, I know they are a couple and they're not a couple, but also, like, just, in general, they both just read as they not read straight, whatever yeah, that may be. very much so. Um, but yes, I guess we could start our couple conversation because they are also a couple, or at least they die as a couple. I mean, speaking of dying as a couple, like, in Star Wars, um... <laughs> What are their what are their names again? Um who in Star Wars? In Rogue One. Um Baze and Chirich, I think were their names. <laughs> Those two guys who are like we used to be like force monks or whatever, but now who cares? Um those those two are a, a very clearly long time partners. Married partners. Yeah. Like married before this oh, well but their like, deaths like, as made children. Me so you know what I mean? Sad. So sad. They were very sad. I mean, a lot, all of Rogue One is is good, like sad content, but like uh, it's just depression. Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> depression. But like their death is is good. Yeah, and they they basically die together. So like those one, they are things like that that just feel like yeah, well, we're, well, of course. What are we what are we doing here? Yeah, but they're never gonna say it because they want to make money internationally. Actually, speaking of which. One of the reasons a lot of, like, the big companies, so, like, Disney or Marvel, well, anything owned by Disney, but, like, a lot of movie companies will, like, gay code characters, we've talked about this before, but won't necessarily, like, outright say it, is because once you outright say it, there's a lot of countries that will automatically ban Mm -hmm. the movie. So I know, um, what came out recently? Not Miss Marvel. Oh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange was no, but there was something else. Doctor Strange was banned in several countries because mm-hmm. America Chavez. She's also, a lesbian from a planet of lesbians. Yeah. So and you see her mothers, like, and and you see her parents who are two women. Um, but then there's something else that all. Oh yes, the movie that just came out, Lightyear. Oh, Lightyear has um. A same-sex couple, like very explicitly, oh. like a same-sex couple, um, in the in the animated movie, and the movie has been banned in fourteen countries. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. So and they don't want to lose money, so they're just gonna give us like the bare minimum. I the I remember when you talked to me about Luca, truly, which we talked about the last episode briefly, where you were like, they're clearly gay. Yeah, I, Luca's on, Luca and Alberto are on my list. So we can make them the next couple because it's. Have you watched it yet? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, Carmen, it is. It's Baby Call Me by Your Name. It's like the most absurd <laughs> without all the without you know the cannibalism. Baby Call um, Me by Your Name. <laughs> this is not in a unique opinion. This is just the truth. Um, it was. It's wild. Like everything about them and their their sea monsterness being coded as like mm-hmm. being othered. Then um, it's like. Or basically being gay because it's just like the parents are like, you can't keep going back to the shore. We're going to send you away. There's all this stuff Uh, with their relationship where it's like Alberto gets really jealous and then outs them. And then um, Luca betrays him. It's a whole thing. It's It's ridiculous. Like the little baby boys do the train departure like goodbye where they're holding hands as the train starts going and then once um their hands depart they like chase the train Mm. it's 
those are romance coded images. <laughs> They're gay. They're gay little boys who have little baby crushes. That's all. Yeah, but uh, I, I just, I think these corporations, I think right now a lot of places are like, because the light year thing, honestly, they did get that backlash of like, how dare you, right? Because 14 countries won't be showing the movies that usually show them, which means that they do ultimately lose money. Mm-hmm. But I think it's different when it's like a kid's movie with a very, I feel like a very small demographic. I don't necessarily think they would do that outright with like a Marvel movie. No, that's way too much money on the line. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? think, but that's why the with the Eternals, it was like one character and it was like, bare, what, three minutes? It was nothing. It was one character. It's, yeah, a scene you can cut out and <laughs> like, <doesn't matter. laughs> which literally I'm pretty sure some countries did. Yeah, um, 100%. Was there any sort of like LGBTQ content in um, Moon Knight? No, oh, right. It felt like there was between um, <laughs> Oscar Isaac and the various versions of yeah. himself, <laughs> but um, no, no, right? Because I, I feel like there was, but Moon Knight was banned in Egypt or something for something. Maybe it's, uh, maybe they're like desecration of Egyptian <laughs> culture. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, so I also, um, I have a character who is near and dear to many people's hearts. Okay. The couple is, that this person is, is, you know, part of, is also what I would like to call, hmm, it's the term I'm looking for, like, unique, radically different, and that would be Jesus. And all of his fucking disciples. Girl, you're going to get us killed. That is a great one, though. Are we talking Judas and Jesus specifically? No, all of them. Oh, like a a 12th level. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think that they were all, you know, they believed in radical love. They believed in like... You're right. They believed in radical love. They believed that love is all-encompassing and that... There's no such thing as too much love and mm-hmm. that you can love love thy neighbors. Love I thy love neighbors. love myself. Uh, yeah. mm. Excuse I me. Mean, I'm sure they knew Pardon. each other very well. <laughs> so he like washed all their feet. That is just, so is the, does the Lord have a foot fetish? Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Okay. Perhaps. I um, know that there's going to be Christians who are like, how dare you desecrate that? Marvelous moment. I listen, guys. I understand what the story is saying. The son of of God or God himself washed yeah. the feet of his disciples. Do you remember when Mr. Beerstow, our religion teacher, told us that it was like a big deal for somebody to wash your feet back then because they just wore sandals and were probably covered in like dirt and poop, oh. like camel poop and stuff from walking outside in the yeah, desert yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> And he's like, that's why it's seen as an act of charity. Uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks, Mr. Beerstow, for that lovely context. Um, but definitely Jesus. I think Jesus and his disciples would be polyamorous. You know, there's really no version of Jesus Christ Superstar where the Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> I guess that's their shifting. Yeah. <laughs> um, where the Jesus kiss is like not, <laughs> not like a slightly homoerotic moment in every version. Yeah. I mean, and you can't write, you betray me with a kiss and not expect people to be like, ooh, juicy. 
bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, of all things, a kiss, a kiss from you. <laughs> all right, that's good. That's a great. That's a great. So, so like, Jesus a, and his disciples are polyamorous and, and together. And you know what? They sorry. Oh. They traveled around the desert together. Yeah, it's true. And no, then also, like, there was woman plenty of prostitutes. No, I was going to say, there were women in sight, and they were prostitutes. And, so, and you know, said, no, the, the orgy you. can be lively. And they said, um, no, thank you. They said, no, thank you, Mary Magdalene. No, thank you. You can wash our feet, but, like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, we were talking about Star Wars briefly before, um, and I have to mention the one, the true, the one that Oscar Isaac himself campaigned for. Oh, Yes. The okay. couple of all couples, Finn and Poe. Finn and Poe. From Star Wars. It's fucking crazy that we, everybody watched that movie. Mainstream articles, right? It's not normal. Normally when you watch that movie or it's something like that, it's me and Carmen and yeah. people like us <laughs> being like, like I think day. this is gay. <laughs> like there were mainstream articles about how incredibly gay they felt. Like so excited to see each other, bouncing off each other like immediately. Yeah. Literally when, in what narrative have you seen anyone give someone else a jacket and they're not together? That is, again, explicitly romance-coded. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Gay. Gay. And Oscar Isaac agrees. And and so does John Boyega. Yeah, so does John Boyega. They were all on board. They they literally... Literally, there was an interview where they asked um, Raylo or Finpo to the cast. Yeah. And, like, Oscar Isaac and, like, John Boyega look offended. They're like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> and everyone else says Finpo as well. And including Daisy Ridley, who's like, I think they're the more powerful couple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Oh, that's a good one. I can't believe I forgot that one. Mm. So I, um, I'm also going to add... Um, somebody that was not necessarily discussed um, ever in the books, but we know they're together. We talked about this in the last episode. Alpheus Dodge and fucking Professor Dumbledore. Yeah, and this is again one of those things where it's like it's we're not they're gay. They're gay. They were together. They were together when they were young men, and then clearly Alpheus Dumbledore broke it off at some point. And Alpheus Dodge remained in love. Remained in love and bitter, because I mean, what are you going to measure up to Alpheus Dumbledore? Especially if he was Jude Law Alpheus Dumbledore. What are we we doing here? Yeah, and then not to mention, technically speaking, Alpheus Dumbledore's ex was Grindelwald. Right? Yikes. So much to live up to. Yes. That guy, like, this mousy little man. Trailing after Dumbledore? Oh, it's no. heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking, heartbreaking gay stories. You could write up, and there probably already exists, some like really beautiful <laughs> fan fiction about like them going to Greece or something. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not gonna. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just like young boys traveling around Europe <laughs> and the tragedy. Oh my, you could write, oh, you could, hey, here's the thing. If anyone wants this, take it. Write this fan fiction. About like the lost love and the trip to Greece and the trip around Europe and like the quiet moments where he knew that Albus could never truly love him. Make that right. Yeah. Do some edits. Change the names. Sell it as a screenplay. Like just do the just whole. Do it's it. easy. Just do it. Or sell it as like a novel. Yeah. Set. You just uh, it's, it's set the next Twilight. Done. But hopefully better. Mm. Hopefully better. Do you have any more? Oh, of course I do. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so let's get to hmm. 
Okay, let's get some ladies on this list. Yeah. Though, again, this next part could be, again, spliced from any episode possible. Honestly, some even a recent episode. You can go listen, and you're going to hear me talk about Captain Marvel and her goddamn oh, yeah, friend. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have that in mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I... It's crazy. Maria Rambo. Maria Rambo. The idea that Maria Rambo and kept Carol Danvers, they, like, are... He, she kept her belongings. She's the one who was like the only person to keep her belongings. I'm pretty sure they were raising a child together. together. And she's the first person she goes back to when she has like an inkling of memory. What are we talking about? They're together. What are we, what are we saying? They're together. There's a reason why Monica Rambo, at the end of, um, or like in WandaVision, you have that feeling that she's feeling a little salty towards... You know, Captain Marvel. Her deadbeat mom. Yeah, who just left her to fight her the mom. scroll or whatever, the Kree. Like, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so. It's wild. Okay, I just, I really, I it makes me, it makes me insane, actually, that one. That one's one of the ones where it's like, if Marvel wanted to, like, edit out a kiss, just do, just do it and edit out the kiss, okay? Just, like, save it for, like, additional, just, like, add it, just, like, uh, you know? Additional scenes, you know the Snyder release cut. <laughs> the Snyder cut, release the, the couple cut. <laughs> Speaking of couple cut, we are going to talk about Stucky. Very oh, briefly, absolutely, of course. Which I, like we've talked about Stucky so many times, which is um, the shipping of Captain America and Bucky Barnes and Bucky Barnes, also AKA the Winter Soldier, AKA White Wolf. Um, okay, well. so. Um, they're together, just like literally. You watch the first twenty minutes of the first like Captain, Captain America, America movie? Yeah. movie. Like, what is it, Captain America: The First Avenger? It's truly the first, like li- you don't need to watch nothing else. Twenty minutes, and then you're like, ah, a couple. Yeah. And also, I'm I'm pretty sure that the guy who wrote the like so there's originally I think Bucky is like a like a t- a kid character, and mm-hmm. I think the guy who wrote it was gay. Like, it's like, there's a whole thing. Where this relationship, I think there was something to do with the the intentions behind the author who I think made Bucky and Steve like the same age instead mm-hmm. of different ages was something to do with like representing them as a couple. Yeah. They're very, it's very, there's very literal Burton Ernie style history <laughs> about, about these characters. Okay. Which is great. Which is great. Are you now going to get to Bert and Ernie? Because I mean, I, weren't they confirmed? I, like, they were Bert technically Ernie... confirmed, but for the longest time, there were full ass people, grown ass humans, grown. Let me say this again: grown ass humans <laughs> who looked at Bert and Ernie and were like, "Those are straight men. They live together. They're Muppets. They're asexual. They're yeah. They're asexual. A homo romantic. Like people would rather be like they're Muppets. They don't have a sexuality. I'm sorry." And Miss Piggy well, well, and Miss, yeah, Miss Piggy frog? was trying to get it in constantly. constantly. Suck my nuts. Constantly. It's just the mental gymnastics people go through to wow. sustain their heteronormativity is very annoying. It's it's wild. Yeah. And the, the thing you is, know who does it the most though? Straight men, when you tell them, they just like look like they're like, How could you? And they're like, No, I can't unsee it. And I'm like, because it was always there. It was always if there. You, if you can't unsee it. Because it was always it was it's, there. it was not even subtext it was text. <laughs> Ooh, another one that feels like text and I think is text is like um, the two characters from Hot Fuzz. Oh, 
Oh. Like, literally, apparently, when they wrote that... um, They were going to be, like, a couple? No, no. They had, like, a female love interest for him, and then the friend character, and then they just decided to combine those roles together. So that's why, like, all... So he has, like, dialogue that used to be from the romantic lead. very funny and makes a lot of sense. And it checks out. If you watch that movie, you're like, oh, Oh. I think they're becoming a couple. (laughs) Um... That's great. Do you? Who do you have? Mm, I'm going to say my next one is going to be Naruto and Sasuke from Naruto. Kevin <sighs> can't comment on this, but Naruto and Sasuke have the most... Like, here's the thing. In anime, it is not uncommon for there to be like the, this was my best friend, rival, whatever, and right. I have this long, torturous relationship with him. But in Naruto, <laughs> like there are scenes where Naruto... <laughs> Like, has full-on meltdowns and panic attacks. And, like, he his heart is, like, breaking in two. And he's, like, weeping at the idea of harming Sasuke. It's crazy. Naruto is one of the gayest. Sasuke and Naruto is, is also His friend. Naruto is also, like, for the boys 100%. Like, all his meaningful relationships are with boys. Mm. Except for, like, one female character who he has a crush on. And it's just... It's... The amount of, like, different male characters in Naruto who go, he changed my life forever, and I think of him all the time. I think of his smile. You're like, okay. Like, it's, <laughs> Naruto's a, a gay anime with a gay character. If Sasuke was a girl, it'd be no question. It's yeah. crazy. You should, Naruto's, Naruto's gay. <laughs> any little boy was is tell, asking you who, like, he marries Hinata because, like, who wouldn't? But it's because Sasuke's not in the village anymore, so... In anyway. the in the in the you know words of Quinta Brunson, people be gay. People be gay. People okay, who you got? Gay. Timon and Pumbaa. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, that's without question. Raising Nathan Lane, a child that they adopted together. <laughs> uh huh. Living off the land. Yeah. In their own in the makeshift jungle. commune situation going on. Um. um yeah. Both effectively Cross- removed. From their family, cross species. That's yes. even, that's more scandalous. It's probably the cross species <laughs> thing. Um, but both uh, for anybody, I watched the Timon and Pumbaa cartoon that was on the Disney Channel. I, I also did, yes. And there was an episode where they did the backstory for each of them and why each of them weren't living with their like herd and or mm-hmm. group, and they were both effectively outcast because they were seen as too different. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. Also, Nathan I, Lane. I, Sorry. I forgot. I number one, Nathan, Nathan Lane. Lane. <laughs> I just remembered a character we should have put in the characters who are gay. Um, uh, Herbie, Hermie from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> I forget him. Herbie, Hermie. Uh, Hermie, Herbie. As He's long as like, you don't mind that I'm a, I'm a dentist. dentist. A dentist, bitch. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Also, subtle note in that all the boy elves have no hair, I'm pretty sure, and all the girl elves have hair, except Herbie, Hermie. Herbie, Hermie. <laughs> he has hair. So, you know, swish. Like, also, it's the very... fact that they made this movie and nobody noticed that they called him Herbie and Hermie. It's wild. Y'all didn't notice? Oh, Who man. edited this thing? Anyway, it's fine. It's a timeless classic. Um, I am also going to, I mean, I'm going to choose Catherine's, uh, possibly favorite couple of all time, mm. Gimli and Legolas. <gasps> I was going to get to them! <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. 
you know, they start, what is it? What's that trope? Hate to. Hate for, like, get enemies to lovers? Yeah, enemies to lovers. That's I mean, really who they are. Maybe not to the extent, it wouldn't be like Sauron and Frodo, but like. <laughs> enemies no, to lovers in the sense that they like hate each other. Enemy like, clans, like, like yeah. his dad put his other, his, like one dad put the other dad in jail. Yeah. It's a whole bad blood back the centuries and they meet and they're salty to each other and then they become and friends. friends and they love each other and then they spend their lives like hanging out and then go to each other's heaven. heaven. I'm just saying, just is that is I mean, when in Lord of the Rings <laughs> in the movie, there's that nice line where he's like, I never thought I'd die fighting side by side with an elf. And he says, how about side, side by, by side, side with, with a friend? friend? That's because that's like that stage in their relationship yeah. you know that's when they were friends like after the war of the ring yo on, no. shit got serious they traveled all of middle earth together they yep. literally each left their people Traveling and were like do you want to just like travel forever and then and i ever? think they in the books they like both found different like places that are like not that far from each other yeah and then um literally Gimli gets to set sail to the undying lands with Which Legolas in a boat happened. they build themselves. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. So romantic. Well, seeing as Love you took story that for one, the ages. <laughs> I'm gonna take then Frodo and Sam. Oh, well yeah, yeah. Okay. Again, not question of question here. There's and no, people no, who no. are like, Sam had a wife, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And he loved his wife. Um, kids in the book like literally there's a part where frodo is where sam is like i feel torn in two because frodo i want to like stay and spend time with you but i want to marry rosie and then frodo says your heart doesn't have to be torn in two there is room enough in bag end for all of us frodo was happily willing to enter a thruple polyamorous (laughs) relationship with sam and Rosie. rosie like they name one of their kids after him it's just saying it's modern it's modern. Apparently that's what being a real hobbit is. I mean, like, they're little, like, cute little things that live in the ground for the most part, right? Yeah. They're basically podlings. Have you seen um, <laughs> the Dark Crystal? I have. The podlings? I think so. Like, Hup, the podling? Oh, yeah, 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 they, yeah, yeah. They're, he's, they're basically the characters in the Dark Crystal. <laughs> it's very true. So who's to say who they're fucking? Anybody. Any all the time. Yeah. That's perfect. I love that. Um, I have one more. Because I know you don't know this, since you got to do Naruto. Mine is Emily Prentice and JJ from Criminal Minds. Two women. Okay. And it's funny because I always, so I've only, they only have up to season, I think there's 15 seasons, and I think they only have up to season 12 on, um, what's it called on Disney plus. Um, and I just remember I started like Googling things. I don't know what I was doing. Oh, it was the fandom episode where we were like talking about different fandoms. And I said that, um, criminal minds has its own fandom. And I saw these, like, I guess like opinion pieces about how, like how, like if, if the show hadn't been made in the early two thousands, there's no way Emily Prentice would have had a boyfriend. Cause by the time you get to mm. season 12, she has a boyfriend. But she reads very much as, like... A lesbian. Or a queer or bi- woman or something. Just queer. In general, like, maybe there's, like, other, you know, things going on. And, like, the relationship she has with JJ, which is the other profiler, who's a woman who is married and has kids. 
Like, it almost seems like her relationship with Emily is much closer than it is with her and her husband. (laughs) I mean, and like, it's, it's wild. Um, And that show is like very like niche early 2000s in so many ways, because there's so many people that could have been couples that they Mm -hmm. didn't put together because it was like, oh, a white chubby lady and like (laughs) Shamar Moore. How dare it? Never. They're just best friends. And you're like, that is the love story that like, it's so beautiful and wholesome and they love each other so much. And I'm like, they're just friends though. Oh, I thought Shamor and that chubby lady were together. No, they're best friends. I've seen pictures. Yes, yes, Catherine, even just through pictures, you think they're together. No, they're just friends. They're best friends. Because it's one of those things where it's like, you know when you're like on like a Tumblr or something, you follow people and you're like, I've never watched this show, but I know about this. Because (laughs) I just thought, I assumed. they're best friends. How dare they? I know. Anyway, and like they always say, I love you to each other. And he's like protected her from serial killers before. <sighs> anyway, anyway, that's not the point. Anyway, so the point is, is that JJ oh, and I... Emily are together. Okay, that's good. That's a nice one. Um, so I'm gonna say I can't believe you haven't listed Charles Xavier and and I, you know, it was on my, my list. Veto. The love story for the ages. That's the love story for the ages. It really is. It's wild. It's the most doomed, tragic romance. That's the like, opposite it's... of enemies to lovers. Yes, lovers to friends to lovers to enemies. I know. Oh, devastating. Okay, so there's <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna say Venom and Eddie. <laughs> what? Yes. I mean, and they did it on purpose. And they did it on purpose. But the thing is, it's like technically, I feel like again, these fanboys will like argue with you, like to the for day all time. they died. Even when, like, like it's literally been canonical in the comics that yeah. they're together yeah. in certain versions of it. So it's like, what are we doing here? Also, they had Venom... a full domestic dispute in the movie. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. I saw Venom, Let There Be Carmage. Carmage. <laughs> <laughs> Let There Be Carmage. And it was, it was very romantic. Yeah, I watched it with my straight friend uh, who uh, was very high at the moment, much like Catherine. And when they had the domestic yes. dispute where they were throwing <laughs> things out the, where um, Carnage uh, or Venom was throwing Eddie's things out the window, was it? Was it? it was yeah, Eddie, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Eddie was throwing, uh, or Venom was throwing Eddie's things out the window. I just hear next to me, my friend go, sorry, are they having... Are Venom and Eddie having a domestic? Is that what I'm watching right now? (laughs) It's like, yeah, it's amazing. And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Yeah, it's wild. No, no. And the thing is, what I I love about the movies right now, I know people like hate them. But they're so entertaining and so adorable in the sense Mm -hmm. that they're like such a couple. And they play it up. Like they're a couple, which is so funny and so that good. is true. It's nice. I just feel like I just want a li- like like there's a part where at the end of the second one where Venom tells or says that he loves him. Yeah, but then they just, he just sort of like laughs about it. I'm like, he's like, Haha, you just said you love me, and I'm like, okay, say no. say you love him too. Yeah, please just say it. Now. Just be vulnerable. You know, this toxic masculinity he's does not need to in stop you your head. You know what I mean? Feel yeah, your like he knows. He knows. Um, okay, and I'm gonna say also Radigan and um 
from and the and the the mouse from the great mouse detective <laughs> of all things okay because radigan and basil or whatever his name is those are so, those are gay mice so here's what it is so radigan is it radigan he's a, a mouse yeah he well do you really <laughs> um <laughs> yes he's a rat um so he's a rat and <laughs> i just thought of survivor um i i never only wanted to watch the first season of survivor and there's a part where it's like kelly you're a rat and richard is a snake and that's in like the season one finale <laughs> and it's like seared season. into your memory for some yeah reason? it's like i saw it as like a child with my my grandma and so it's like burnt into my brain <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, radigan is a rat yeah but he like really reads as like his gay ex-boyfriend yeah yeah and i'm actually i'm really here for that i want more media because there are so many characters where you oh my god here's another one the two scientists from pacific rim oh yeah they read as like weird little ex-boyfriends for the whole of the first movie yes it's weird and i'm like it's there it's right there and i i remember there's a thing where charlie day found out about that and Uh he's like i fully accept this headcanon he's like he he's went on in, to interviews and said that he's uh, his character was like um, lost because he wasn't with the guy he was he was in love with. <laughs> yeah, good. And he's right. I just I love when when it's like not explicitly said, but then obviously like um, like Oscar Isaac, they're like no no no, this is the thing. This is this is the thing. This is what we or do. Or like 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 um, Crowley and Aziraphale from Good Omens. Oh, Crowley and Aziraphale. Yes. It was so I crazy. forgot them. How did I forget them? Like, ugh, it was it was wild. It and was the thing is, old. like, I think the idea is that they're supposed to be like quote unquote asexual, or they're like you know, yes, they're angels they can be that, but demons, they are but... not necessarily aromantic. No, not no. in the slightest. Not in the slightest. see that is literally a love story for the ages because started mm-hmm. from. Genesis the, the, and literally continued. the episode where it goes through their, their whole history together and then the credits come on like 40 minutes into the show yeah it's crazy but like that is the best part of the entire show like yeah. that stretch of scenes and they're just very clearly in love they just love each other I love it and they love each other so much that they don't want to be apart from each other so they save the world so that they can keep being in love the part where they're in the car in like the, the 50s yeah and he like asks him to like hang out or whatever and he's like you go too fast for me oh yeah it was I couldn't believe it <laughs> so cute um I have I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this um LeFou and Gaston Oh yeah, let's, that's let's a be very real. dysfunctional relationship. Lumiere just, and Cogsworth. Oh yeah, and Lumiere and Cogsworth. That's true. Lumiere and Cogsworth again. I really love the. I think these characters are ex boyfriends or ex girlfriends. Yeah. Energy because yeah. that's like an energy yeah. that is so like Kim Possible and Shigo. Exes. What What are we doing here? Like it's we all see what's happening in the narrative. <laughs> It's wild. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. What did you, which one did you say again? Oh, ex-boyfriend energy. Oh. Gaston LeFou. Gaston and LeFou. It's a so toxic again, relationship. Tis not healthy. Yeah, it's but not I do think one. that it is a relationship. I do so, I do think so too. I think the idea that like LeFou is just the boy with a crush. I'm like, no. No, 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 no. 
Gaston's using that on the side. Yeah. With, without 100%. question. 100%. Why would he not? He's like, he's got nothing else to do. Yeah, you know? exactly. That's a, that's what I'm just saying. I think they're together. The um, energy is there. Yeah. But I also, I mean, my favorite thing is that when we confront straight men about these characters or these couples mm-hmm. or whatever, they get so upset. Not all of them, obviously. Some of them are like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, like recently, um, my friend that Catherine uh, says is insufferable, um, I told, I made a joke about um, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul being um, lovers because uh, Darth Maul is constantly searching for Obi. And then, I mean, real Jean Valjean. Like... Yeah, I know. And then Darth Maul falls into Obi-Wan's arms and that's how he dies. He just dies in his arms. Oh, the way he always would want to. Exactly. And so, um, I mentioned it to my, like I made a joke to my friend and he responded (laughs) and his response was, they just want to put their swords into each other. Nothing gay to see here. (laughs) It's like, it was very funny. Um, it is. Yeah. So that happens, but not very often. I feel like, like, a lot of dudes don't want to hear it. And I'm like, but why? Why? Like, why is it so hard for you to be okay? Like, what? How does how does Captain America and Bucky being together change the comic? Because in my opinion, it doesn't. It just none of these None of these quote-unquote hot takes that we have that really aren't hot takes is very obvious. Lukewarm. Truly, at best. How, how, does, how do they change the dynamic of the storyline? Or like the where it's going because I don't think it does. It doesn't, or in fact, makes it better. You're yeah. like, yes, this is a better story because that happened. It's a juicier story. Oh, Monica Rambo is mad that her deadbeat mom left to fight aliens. Better. That's actually so much better. Instead than, of my mom's uh, best friend left me. Yeah. Like okay. What? Well, what was your relationship? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. Like it's that is. Oh my god, it's so much better right? to make Captain Marvel a deadbeat mom. mom. That is that's Who was so like, much no, better. No, I have superpowers. I have to go kill the 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 Kree. Like it's wild that that's not the choice that they made. That's See? crazy. That is so many issues that you could explore. Anyway, it's it's but that's it's wild. but then it's like okay, so these a lot of these companies just okay. I think Catherine and I had this conversation over the weekend mm-hmm. when we went out. But you know, like people talk about you know, companies now, because they understand that diversity makes them money, they're doing all these things for diversity, right? Like yeah. around, mm-hmm. like we were talking specifically about makeup brands. And my whole thing is like, I don't actually agree with that statement at all because they could have been making money for decades. Yeah. Decades. If they sold shit to people who are darker than like. Yeah. How many ivory. years? <laughs> how many years was like the only blushes? that probably existed were that pale ass pink and rouge. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't anyway. So they could have been making more money from way before and they knew that. And for some reason now they're like, Oh, I guess we can do it now, which I think is what happens. Yeah. And then with these movies, it's also movies or books or whatever. I'm just like, you are losing quality storylines by sitting Mm -hmm. here and being like 
Best friends. <laughs> Best friends. Like, I just, I mean, did you ever watch the BBC um, Merlin? Yeah, I'm literally rewatching it now because it's on Netflix. Oh, wow. It's, is it not the gayest goddamn show? It is the show? gayest like, show I've ever crazy. seen. crazy. Like, it's so, it's like an aggressive sort of storyline. Yeah. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, like, but they're okay. supposed to be like protector slash friend friends. And you're I'm like, like it, wouldn't it make it better? If this was like a a romance. I mean. It would add so much depth to it. And then, but then he's the king. So he has to sire a son. So then obviously like he needs to have a wife and it's like, you know. And also Gwen is great. Best character. Like, Oh, I love Gwen. It's. I just, I, I I just think that like, if people start to say like, oh, but you can make more money, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's like, to be honest, as much as I know money does change things, like if people see that money makes a big difference, which we've talked about, like FX completely revamping their stuff. And now they have like Atlanta and like a bunch of other yeah. shows. And they're like the, one, the top, one of the top, like, um, I guess channels or whatever. Um, but, but needless to say, how the fuck long did it take them? And how the fuck long did they like, how much money did they lose out on? From, like, staunchly sitting there and being, like, black people, brown people, yeah, gay not, people. Not, it's not just, important. Like, they don't care about your money. They are they really are more racist or more homophobic Phobic. than that. And, like, and transphobic, too. Because then it's also just, like, I mean, we don't need to get into the 90s and how they talked about trans folks. Um, I mean. On, like, comedy shows and stuff. But um, it was bad. Um, it was bad. I just, and, and the thing is, like, I don't, now people are like, oh, because they make good money and whatever, that's why they're doing it. And I'm like, they could have been doing this for years before. They were just so gung-ho on their, like, heteronormativity, their patriarchy, Whiteness. and the racism, that they just, like, could not see past, that, like, they couldn't see past it, folks. It has nothing to do with, like, now they, they can make more money. They could have been making more money back then, too. But they were just so, it's so ingrained within them that the thought of seeing anything other than themselves, (laughs) shocking. This was so upsetting to them. Not only upsetting, but also like not realistic. Like for them, it was just like a a show with black people. Black people? Gay people. For what? For who? Excuse me. And then when they would do them, they'd be like, we gave you a show. (laughs) There was already one on. Queer as folk. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like it's like but also the shows would do really well so i think about like will and grace was one of the first well that and like queer as folk but like will and grace is more like universally you could kind of watch it and it wasn't like super there wasn't like sexual sexually explicit stuff necessarily yeah. and, and things like that um because it was just like a sitcom whereas queer as folk had some pretty serious stuff going on mm-hmm. um but like that was a really big hit yeah, the money is there. It's been, and also like, like the amount of people who want to see it. You know what yeah. I mean? The amount of people who would put their money and buy things over and over and over again. Just if to you watch it. just gave them that, if you like, literally, I can't understand why Star Wars wasn't willing to do Finn and Poe. That's crazy to me. And also, weirdly, with the character of Finn, that's also another example of racism because they just like really made that character like they advertised him like he was the main character and then just did a bad job with him and then made his character have different love interests every movie it was a whole weird thing like they just they just don't care no i hate it and then they'll um come out with their first gay character every single like every year (laughs) there's a new one it's 
very annoying. It's mm. very annoying. And so that's why I'm saying, you know, maybe, maybe it's less so about, oh, well, now they can make money and blah, blah, blah. Na- no, I think now they're just like, well, I guess since it's socially acceptable, we can follow suit so mm-hmm. as to not fall behind, which has very, which I feel like is stupid but it is what it is and also because people were just like i'm bored and tired of seeing these like straight white yeah and it is boring skinny just like they're the same person over and over and over again nobody wants to see that can i just just say something that i know might be controversial i can't stand friends you know what i don't think it's a very good show like i watch it and i'm like (laughs) i don't think it's that funny it's not that funny, no. There are some good moments and some good characters, but for the most part, like, anytime you have to look at Ross, it's, it's like pretty supremely bad. mediocre, in my <laughs> it really opinion. Is. It's like, it has, like, I don't know. It's, be- well, it's better than some other shows. Sure, but I think, like, the grand, like, the size of the show. Yeah. Like, the grandeur that it, like, and even, like, the place it holds in history, I'm like, if there were other shows with racialized people... Would we hold the show in the same esteem? The fact that they're they're all white and they encounter, like, a person of color so rarely. In New York. In New York City. Fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. so weird. Like, I think about the fact that, like, Will Smith was 18 on Fresh Prince, right? Like, when he started Mm -hmm. doing Fresh Prince, he was, like, a baby. Okay? He was 18. He was known as, like, a rapper. It was basically an almost all-black cast. Mm-hmm. Think about, like, it holds such historical value, like, and everything with us. And I'm just like, and that was him at 18 when he still wasn't a very good actor because it was just, like, people... First of all, it's very funny. But second of all, it's just, like, it was one of the first shows where, like, you could see people of color who weren't where it wasn't like gangs and whatever it was literally like a rich family in bel-air is there's like other shows let's not even name them but let's say the cosby show there are other black (laughs) things but like the thing is they're always so few and far between um yeah and they're always seen as like outliers which i think is awful yeah you can make you could make a very popular very like I yeah. remember there was this show called Vicious. I, well, there's only like a few episodes of it because it's a British show, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's like Derek, Derek Jacobi and Ian McKellen playing with this old bitchy gay couple. I love it. I already and, love and, it. <laughs> like, um, it's just them being old bitchy queens, and I'm like, you could op- the you could do the gay version of the Golden Girls easy. Yeah, you know. 100%. I mean, the Golden Girls is basically for <laughs> old bitchy queens. So just do it. You know what I mean. So Just like you can create the content, you can have more characters. Mm-hmm. They like, and I mean, like it's not that I don't appreciate some queer coding because like like Ursula and Scar, like like true like Disney villain queer coding. I'm kind of here for Malachi honestly. Son. I think it's hel- <laughs> Jafar. Um, I think it's like hilarious. Um, but you need to balance that out. So you need to have some like sweet. Nice mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. and But I also think people sometimes have a hard time. We've talked about this before as well. Multiple, like, identities type of thing. So, like, it's mm-hmm. like if they're black, they wouldn't necessarily be gay. And then if they're black yeah. and gay, it's like, oh, my God. you know, It's, it's too much. It's, it's yeah. this huge thing. Um, like, I remember, um, was it Laverne Cox on Orange is the New Black? 
and everyone yeah, was yeah, like yeah. trans and black this and is everyone, outrageous everybody yeah. lost their minds they're like how courageous and i'm like you know that there are real black <laughs> trans right. black people your existence is so courageous and you're like um 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 no mm-hmm. um or um what was the other one so if for anybody who's seen res dogs which, if you haven't, I highly recommend, recommend Reservation Dogs. Um, it's on Disney Plus in Canada. Um, I think it's on Hulu in the U.S. Um, and FX. It's an FX show. Um, and it's an all-Indigenous cast. Except for Bill Burr, isn't it? Weird. <laughs> it's so Continue. weird. But also, I love his characters. He's very good. He's in one episode, and he's amazing. Um, good old Bill Burr. What a, what an ally. Um, and Is he? I don't know. He's married to a black woman. and That means nothing. No, it doesn't actually. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, and there's this one character named Willie Jack. And I feel like this character is kind of coded as like non-binary or like possibly two-spirit. Um, mm-hmm. Just very like androgynous. Um, and they don't really mention Willie Jack's like... Pr- like there's not really... Pro- like pronouns aren't necessarily used in any way. It's just like... Billy Jack. Um, okay. And I don't know, like, it's it's interesting because I was like, you could just say that Willie Jack is two-spirit or Willie Jack is, you know, queer or whatever. And like, who knows? Maybe they're not, they're not. And it's just like the way that they're written is just very like androgynous, um, which is also fine because you can be androgynous and straight as well. Um, and like androgynous and whatever else. But um, I was like, you know, it's not going to like, just like, the world is not going to break in half if there's, like, an indigenous character who's also not straight. Yeah, people are very strange with their identities. They're like, no, 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 it can we only We can only one handle thing. one marginalization at a time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, truly exhausting, honestly. The moral of the story is, folks, you guys get on get on those tumblers, get on those, uh, what's the other one? <laughs> what a pads, get on those. What, what the hell? <laughs> I'm so sorry to let you know that Carmen, I'm going to have to be checking Car- Carmen into a senior citizen's <laughs> home. It pains me to have to announce this. Listen. But I'm going to have to check her. <laughs> I think I saying, do have power of attorney, so I can. People I can do it. Okay. On listening to our podcast. But anyway, you wow. may want to Tumblrize. <laughs> yes, Catherine. What if there are old people listening? Um, what else? <laughs> You may, you know, want to go on the, like, fan fiction, uh, yeah, whatever I'm... sites and, like, write, listen, write your own shit. If you're like, these people are gay, please yeah. add to the fandoms. Oh, the urge because is... Stucky is, like, a real, now is, like, such a real fandom. It's its own It's its own, fandom. like, fandom. Stucky, like, that's its own fandom. Um, what's the other one, Stucky? Oh, fuck. We were just talking about it. Like and really and gay, oh Finn and Poe, <laughs> Finn and oh, Poe, Finn and Poe, fan. Yeah. Fi- it has its own fan fiction. Listen, you it- know, there's a book actually. There's a book series that's like I think a published Finn Poe fan fiction essentially. Because you look at the cover of the book, you're, like, you're like, oh yeah, gotcha. Okay. So see, you know, if they're not gonna do it, I guess we can just do it for ourselves. Even if it's just like some poorly written fan fiction that you're just like, I just want to add to the content. And also, you never know, someone might be looking and they might publish their book and change the names. Do you know how many times this happened now? So many so times. So many times. So many times. So, Catherine, to end off this episode, what recommendations do you have, if any? I'm going to recommend Our Flag Means Death. 
which is a show that is on HBO. I You can unfortunately only watch it there, but if you can get someone's password, I'd recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is a basically, it's like the gay pirate show. Yeah. And I love it so much. Catherine because, has you know recommended normally... it before, so if you have not watched it yet, yeah, fix get it. to it. Um, <laughs> you know when you normally like watch shows and you will be like, I think this character's gay. And you're like, and that one too. And people are like, that's too many. You can't have that many. Everyone on that show is gay. Everyone on that show is gay. (laughs) Or queer of some kind. There's actually like a non-binary character played by a non-binary actor. Like it's the whole sweet thing. It's a great show. And if you want to actually see characters have a buildup of a relationship, because that's what we haven't mentioned, is that the reason why we ship all these characters is because their relationship is clearly going somewhere. Yeah. There are characters who are friends, who really are just friends, and I see them and I think those two are friends. Yeah. And then there are others where the vibe, it's the vibe. Mm-hmm. It's completely, completely different. Completely different. But yeah, just, yeah, that's what I'm recommending. Okay, that's a good one. Our flag means death. I am going to recommend, I mean, as always, The Birdcage. Um, Great recommendation. Always something to watch. Um, beautiful, magical, and lovely. Um, the Birdcage. And then also, I will recommend, I'm trying to think of, honestly, what was that? You know what? I was also going to recommend Shira. Oh, you should watch Shira. Shira is also great. Um, what will I recommend? So I, I did Birdcage because I knew I was going to recommend Birdcage. Sorry, folks. That'll probably be my recommendation every every Pride. But also watch <laughs> it not during Pride. Again, what an old straight woman take. Um, <laughs> no, I, lo- I just love Birdcage. Uh, I just love Nathan Lane, I think, is, is mostly where I'm at. Honestly, um, if Carmen could marry a man. It would, it would be Nathan, Nathan Lane. Nathan Lane. Um, Jesus. Um, you, you know when you're like, I thought I was straight, but I guess I'm not that straight. Carmen's mm-hmm. love of Nathan Lane. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't. isn't that technically straight? Well, yes, but it's also like, you know, it's like one of those things where it's, it's like, like... It's like when you... It was I'm not... He- Carmen? What is it? Where it's like, I'm not... I thought it was... I'm, I'm, I think I'm hetero, but I'm not hetero, hetero. <laughs> Yeah, that's like that's you. Although Carmen did tell me once, she's like, "Wow, I think I'm straighter than I I thought." I guess because she had a very long standing crush on um, Elliot Page before he transitioned. Yeah. That was like Carmen's crush, <laughs> and then he transitioned. And Carmen was like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm straighter than I thought." That's, <laughs> that was what she messaged me. Yeah, and I was like, huh, "I don't know how I feel about that," but anyway. Yes, I'm straighter than I thought, folks. Emmy Rossum, though, still still up there. Um, um, what did I say? I said Birdcage. Oh, actually, you know what? It would be good for folks to um, read um, Kowasi Balagoon's book, A Soldier's Story. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about women and, and queer revolutionaries, but... Uh, Quasi Balagoon, A Soldier's Story. You can find it at any anarchist bookstore, I think, and or online. <laughs> any anarchist bookstore you happen to walk into on your daily Or, or online, um, and you'll be able to um, to get it. So definitely something to look into, because um, uh, he kicked all the ass. Okay. All right, folks. So well, that is please it. Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And um, like and, and subscribe. 
and to like and subscribe. It's not a YouTube channel, old woman. I'm don't take we your do meds. We have YouTube be, videos, but we do have YouTube, YouTube videos. videos. So actually, you're right. Remember to like, like and, and subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> and um, you can find us anywhere on the internet. Basically, at I'd kill a spider for you, and I'd kill a spider number four letter U on Twitter. Yeah, and I am slowly coming down from this high at the CC. <laughs> you did great. Thank you. I thought I I feel like I was doing a lot of staring out my window, but you know. <laughs> no, no, it's great. Okay. You did great. Okay, all right. And, Coming uh, down. You can and you? you can find me at Carmen underscore Maria four one six for all death content and Bad Bunny content. <laughs> and just so you all know, I will be dragging Catherine to both a Bad Bunny night and then also fine. an emo night. Less fine. <laughs> so you know. Um, we're going to have the time of our lives. By we, Carmen, I mean she I. She was like, Carmen messaged, she didn't even message me. <laughs> Carmen posted like a, an Instagram story saying, I bought the tickets and then like, like added to To be clear, thing. Catherine said, I will only go if I can oh bully God. the men. And I was <laughs> like, fine. And so I, now. That wasn't a real yes. <laughs> hey, should we go to this emo night? Yeah, I'll go if I can bully people. And then Carmen was like, well, she said yes. <laughs> like. It sounds like a yes to me. So. Oh, God. Anyway, uh, we will provide you folks with updates. But anywho, have a, a good day, morning, night, evening. And Summer solstice lovely. is right now. Ooh, technically, it it's technically. Oh my gosh! Let's go pray to the the sun. Yes. <sighs> anyway, L'chaim. <laughs> really, Catherine.